You ready? I'm ready when you are. Just had a swig. Speaking of which, about habits, I just realised I like I carry this massive bottle of water with me every day. That's a throwback to yesterday's question. If you're wondering yeah. why you referenced habits, yeah. And uh, the reason I started that is because I knew I needed to drink more water. Okay. So I bought myself the biggest possible bottle you can find 2.2 liters refillable and you just take it everywhere with you you've got one similar i haven't managed to work out how to get it into my daily habit yet as we've pointed out but every time you see it it reminds you, you i need to drink, to drink more water. water exactly so if you want to know why we're, we're banging on about this at the start of this is martin asked a great question yesterday um around how do you build in habits so Harry's the, the expert in that field with the work that he does around personal training and bits like that. So go listen to yesterday's show. If you're trying to build a daily habit or you want to get better and more efficient and effective at what you do, um, so go listen to that. Cool. Today's one. And today's, today's question is actually another one from Martin. Uh, whoa. Put me readers on. Uh, <laughs> it's a big email, so bear with me. I'll just read it out loud. Hey, Adam and Harry, how are you? I'm right to say really enjoy the startup podcast, blah, 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 blah. Where's the question in here? I'm a Brit listening from Beijing, China. Have my own micro creative agency. Is this the same email? I feel like I'm skimming over what we already had. Ah, go to the point two. My apologies. It's okay. I wasn't briefed on this. I was just given the email. <laughs> from, episodes, from episode 73, you mentioned about when starting out, you were running two businesses the startup and the consulting. I really relate I really relate now as I have just passed on working with Adidas because it's under another creative agency I have no history with and some other things I didn't it didn't feel right. But it's also hard to turn down work. Currently I have a massive currently I am massively focusing on launching my first online video course and I have enough clients for now. All that to say could you please share some stories you have of the transition from working on other people's projects instead of your own and then how you resisted the thought of scarcity and really focused on expert trades. Cool. So firstly, it's a great question. Like, it's a really well thought out Sorry if I didn't question. read that well. No, no, it, no it's good. Um, so the things I'm taking away from that is how do you make a transition um, how did I make a transition from doing consultancy across to building expert trades as a business? Mm-hmm. Um, because I guess where, where did you draw the line? Yep. And I'll dig into that and how we did it. And then it's the how do you fight off a revenue stream that you know you can have and jump into basically the unknown, mm, like yeah. building a startup, unknown, new venture, um, security, safety net, cash is, is great. Uh, how do you basically turn that off and say, no, I'm going to go and do this other thing. So uh, j- let's get into the first one. So the first thing is, is just to give a bit of context. Um, when I started the company, I went from build, I went from working in the construction industry and then decided I wanted to build this business. But to fund the business, I did consultancy back for the industry, so construction industry. Mm-hmm. So I do 18 days a month of consultancy, 12 days a month on what back then just to go retro, was called I Need an Expert. I Need an Expert. Exactly. Um, so I did 18 days a month consultancy to fund the business. Um, now, the consultancy work, don't get me wrong, pays really well. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're good at what you do uh, and you've got pre-established relationships with clients, um, it's a great move um, to get some cash through the door. But what I was doing, and I think the thing is around this, is the move wasn't that painful, because I wasn't taking the consultancy money and putting it in, into my bank. 
my bank. I was taking all this consultancy money and you're looking at anywhere between like five and seven and a half grand a month in consultancy, um, which is silly money for like a 21, 22 year old. Crazy. But that money was getting deployed straight into the business to try and grow it. And because of that, I never actually thought the money is mine. So I didn't actually ever think I was walking away from seven grand a month. What I was walking away from is uh, a pot of money that was paying for development of the software business that I wanted to start. And I haven't actually ever thought about that, to be honest, until I just said it out loud. So when I actually got the advice of finding a CTO, so finding a developer to join the team, mm-hmm. what that basically meant is, because I didn't think of it as money, what it actually meant for me was, um, what you need to do is stop working those 18 days because this guy here is going to be a CTO and actually care about what you build. Um, so all you need to do is find enough money to pay him, give him some equity, and then you can spend all 30 days of the month building mm. the business. And when, I, when, it, when it was like that, it was a no-brainer. So admittedly, there was this period of time where you had to... So it went from like 18 days down to about eight, because I still needed to pay for the CTO's salary, but that all of a sudden freed up 10 days more for me to focus on the business. And then we started to, to do some revenue through the business that allowed me to move away from that full-time. The reason that I needed to move away from that full time is because when you're a consultant, it feels like you're an independent worker, but you're not. You actually have a boss. And when you've got five clients, you have five bosses. And then within those companies, they've, like the CEO has a marketing director, who has a sales director, and they all think they have access to you. So you actually have a big network of people that you've got to be on top of and be working for in mm. inverted commas. So that's how we made the transition. It was because I didn't really care about the revenue, the money that the consultancy was bringing in. It's I just wanted it to fund development, so I found a CTO instead. Much better idea, the advice that I got. In terms of the scarcity thing, like how do you go from this revenue to the unknown? So thinking about it, it was two things that helped. One, I didn't want to be in the business of being a consultant for the rest of my life. It was purely to fund the development, and I ticked that box and found a way around it. Secondly, in the business that we're in, we, me, me and Ignacy, um, who, were, who were in the business, I never wanted to just build a business that provided me a comfortable lifestyle. I wanted to build something that was going to grow, like scale up. And to do that, I knew we'd need to take on some investment. So to get rid of the scarcity problem, because I was still doing eight days a month consultancy on paper, which actually resulted in 12 or 14 when you add in all the time around it for the admin and the people calling you outside of the days are allocated, is I said, okay, I just want to cut the consultancy completely off. But I've got this deficit of cash that I need to find because I need to find money for marketing. I need to hire a couple more people. So then we just went and raised some cash. And it's, that was a choice to give up a little bit of equity in the business for some money that comes in that allows me to move away from consultancy. I think if you're in in a position where you want to grow a SaaS business or you want to grow your own business, but you need the revenue to fund it and you're not prepared to take investment or give up equity, then you're going to need to do this balancing act. It needs to be like, I do 20 days a month consultancy to get this business off the floor, which basically means stop watching Game of Thrones, stop watching The Walking Dead, and all this time that you're wasting, in inverted commas, um, just focus on your business. Because there's loads of time in a week, and it's one of the exercises that I love to do when I speak to people. And they go, oh, I've just got no time to do this. And you go, okay, so for a week, block off in your calendar every bit of time that you're not being productive, that you're watching some TV or you're doing some shit. 
So what you need to do is if you are doing this transition and you're not raising capital is kill all the dumb shit that you do, work 20 days as a consultant, get some traction with the business. And then as soon as you've got a little bit of traction and you've brought some revenue in, kill one of your clients, go down to 18 and then 16 and then 10 and then nine and four until the actual business you're trying to build can, can pay its own bills. It is going to take longer, but that's the choice that you need to make. And I think we've covered it in a previous episode. Like, are you trying to build like a lifestyle business or are you trying to build a, something that's industry changing mm-hmm. and a brand name? One of them will require investment to scale quickly. One of them is just going to take a little bit more time and i think work out what you want and then and then go down the what the the answers in this this podcast episode it's if you want to own the whole business and you want to build something that provides you a comfortable income then just be patient just do the consulting and build the business on the side and then transition across if you're looking to do something that's not just you building a team out and changing the industry then be prepared to raise some money which is Brings its own problems. Cool. I've not. Re- I can't really. That myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one, no. one thing uh, that I w- that I thought was interesting, obviously, is the the management of time. When people say, "I'm I'm just as bad for this," but when people say they've not got enough time in the yep. day, it's usually just a mismanagement of yeah. the time you have. Unfortunately, things cost time, sacrifice. Everything, yeah, everything costs time, and I think. I think for everyone listening, it's a really good exercise to do because when you do it, it's actually quite alarming. Mm. Um, so obviously you need to sleep. Like yep. I, I, there's, you're lucky. But, you only need like two hours a week <laughs> anyway. So <laughs> there's, there's, there's too much stuff in the startup ecosystem, which is just like, you just work, work, work. And mm. to be honest, a year ago, I used to feel like that. You just work until you're knackered and then you go to sleep. And I'm not like that now. Like you do need to build some. You're not as productive if you're not recovering. It's exactly that. Um, So, if you, I challenge everyone to basically sit down for a week and add a new calendar into Google Cal and call it dumb shit. And then, and I don't mean it's actually dumb. I just mean it's stuff that isn't adding value to what you're actually. If here's the thing, if you genuinely are happy in what you're doing and you are happy at the rate things are going, don't change a bloody thing. Yeah. But if you want more, then do more. So like, and by do more, I mean do more productive shit and don't watch the new episode of Walking Dead, even though episode four was really interesting. I watched it last night. Um, but I allow that. I, I, I get that time. I want that time because that's what me and my wife do yeah. together. But you've um, allocated that I've time. allocated that. I've and actually allocated that time. Everyone deserves that time as well. Yeah, so I watch Walking Dead once a week. I watch The Apprentice once a week. And I watch Shark Tank once a week. And I don't think there's anything else that I watch. No, that's it. Um, oh, side note. I did watch 15 minutes of David Attenborough's... Um, mountains yeah it's really good yeah i watched it last night man uh while we're feeding feeding the boy um but yeah anyway so go and see what you're spending time on and then see if you look at that calendar at the end of the week and go wow there's actually like eight hours there's a full working Mm. day that i'm wasting and then deploy that against your business perfect perfect link back to a habit again if you've got if you're in the routine of just sitting there going on facebook or or whatever you may be doing and just flicking that goddamn yeah. screen. I'm just, I'm just as guilty for it. I, know, I, re- you- I realize I, I can get like 10 minutes deep into just an Instagram binge of just flicking. Mate, I did the same thing the other day in terms of, I looked at how many battles I'd won on Clash of Clans and I thought, okay, I win about one in two. So I've had X hundred number of battles and each one of those is three minutes long. I was like, shit, <laughs> like that is a lot of time. Mm. But everyone does need that bit of escapism. They do need that break. And three minutes every now and then 
few times a day um, <laughs> uh, is, is that break. So I'm not saying get rid of that, but if you want more, just be prepared to do more. Just optimize and block it off instead of dribs and drabs. Cool. I hope that helps, Martin. If you want to ask a question, <laughs> my finger was tickling that button. <laughs> uh, if you want to ask a question, email it in to hello at experttrades.com. Two T's in the middle, one S at the end. Uh, and Martin, thank you very much. I hope this has added some value. Uh, the mm. email was fantastic. I appreciate all the kind words that you said about the show uh, and make sure you follow up with us. Um, yeah, we want to stay in touch, mate. Uh, Harry, we have a couple more cues to get to, so let's get to it now. Just to finish off, he actually says keep recommending books and podcasts. So we'll look into that and get back to you <laughs> once we've. Oh, okay, cool. So we'll have a we'll have a look at what we've been listening to, um, podcasts that we're listening to because I'm really struggling at the moment. You know. Yeah. I'm, I'm generally struggling for, for content and I think what happens is you, you progress through content and then you level past it so there's certain shows that I used to listen to that don't add value anymore so we'll talk about what we listen to we'll talk about the books um, I'm actually listening to I won't kill it now but I'm listening to a book at the moment that I'm finding really interesting yeah I know what you're on yeah, cool so we'll cover that off teaser <laughs>